The Crafty Crew is your weekly craft beer review. Join myself, Kinger, Nally, Mark and Walchy as we try some new and some favourite beers with a little bit of banter along the way. Starts Friday, January 15th with new episodes every Friday. Hi everybody and welcome to the Crafty Crew podcast. My name is Kinger. As always, I'm joined by Mark. Hi everyone. By Nally. Well. And by Walchy. Bonjour. I have to say, when I was editing last week's episode, bonjour. Bonjour, Walshie. Really me. <laughs> to her. I mean, we're a cultured lot, you know what I mean? You've got to get the international um, fans involved. To, to all the international fans. multilingual doctor he is now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, you know? I, I, I noticed last week, doing last week's edit, that uh, one of you said good morning and the other the per- last one said good evening. I thought that worked <laughs> perfectly well. And I, I, I have no idea if, if, if that was planned, but uh, I enjoyed it immensely. You've got to cover both <clears throat> all areas, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, lads, uh, I think Mark's very excited about this week's episode because it's Amber Ales, which he, I think, says is one of his favorite styles. Is that right? Yeah, like it's hard to pick one particular favorite, but for me, this would be definitely in the conversation. And it's mainly because of one particular beer called the Firsty Ferret Amber Ale, which is fantastic. If anyone, if anyone hasn't had it, please go try it. It's a delicious beer. Uh, cool. So um, it was my week to pick this week. So I'll let you know what we're having. We're having uh, New Belgium's Fat Tire Amber Ale and Wylam Shouting at Strangers, which I chose only because of the name. So I'm really hoping uh, that it's a good beer as well. So uh, Nally, do you want to kick us off with a couple of facts about Amber Ales? Yeah, can do. Um, so, American Amber Ales are basically pale ales is where they came from. So, in North America, they, they were just brewing normal pale ales, you know, uh, everything's similar enough. Um, and then they just start using more caramel and crystal malts. So caramel and crystal malts kind of give it that copper to kind of reddish color. Um, now, they're... they're they're kind of low in hops. There's not too much hop in them, and they tend to be kind of malt forward. So these are they're they're really similar to um, you know the Irish ales, the Irish red ales we had a while ago. So these are pretty similar to them in style, where they're more malt forward than um, than hoppy flavors, and they're just higher in alcohol, really. Um, but yeah, there's not a whole lot with these, to be honest. They're they're just made the same as normal beers. There's nothing really special about them. They're just pale ale um, with extra kind of malts in there to give it that darker colour um, yeah that's that's kind of where, what, what stories with these ones anyway yeah so I kind of looked in uh, to how they're classified and how people consider them and they're kind of thought of as between your normal American pale ale and your red IPA so they're kind of like in between of those two styles but as Nally rightly says they do have a lot of comparisons to the Irish red ales so uh, yeah and uh I looked up um, the Amber Ales in general, their IBU range and their ABV range. Their IBU would be their international bitterness unit, which is between 25 and 40. And their ABV is their alcohol by volume, talking 4.5 to 6.2 in general for them. Yeah, so like I think most people will have like, even though we may not understand exactly how ABV is calculated, but we'll understand like roughly what an ABV value means. Could you put like uh, the bitterness unit in scale into some sort of context, like you know, like how bitter is like a tangfastic compared to this? Like, where would a tangfastic fall in the bitterness unit scale? Well, she, as a doctor, you'd know, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, yes. I'm not. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That that's a good question, and definitely should have had a little bit more detail on that, but. So I'll give you a quick one for that, Mark. Just uh, a quick one on that. So Thanks, Nally. The IBUs is the international uh, bittering units. Uh, it's a scale. So lower is low bitterness and higher is high bitterness. I'm really, really scientific with this. But uh, yeah, so no I know, right? I shit you not, sir. But uh, yeah, so kind of the ones we think of as not being uh, heavily hopped are lower on the IBU scale. Um, beers get their bitterness from the hops. So hops are added at the start of the boiling process and they give the beer its bitterness. Now you can get extra bittering units when you're adding like flavor and aroma hops, but it's it's very minimal adjustment to the bittering units. They're all kind of dependent on the hops you throw in at the start. So you can get like like uh, double IPAs, for example, are up in the maybe 100 IBUs is, might be typical for a double IPA. So just anyone who's had a couple of double IPAs compared to these where they range about 25 and... 
you know, your double IPAs might be up at 100 IBUs. That just kind of gives you a range. There's about, you know, it's not an exact thing, but it's about a quarter of the bitterness that you're expecting in this as opposed to IPAs, double IPAs, say. Yeah, and uh, that's probably what does appeal to me, um, Lally, with these. They're much smoother and more sweet. And as someone with a big sweet tooth, but who likes a kind of richer uh, richer flavor and a more full body than your kind of normal IPAs, which I still love. These uh, kind of appeal to me a lot. Yeah, I I think the thing with them as well is, you know, that darker color comes from the malt that's used. And um, a lot lot of the time, you know, those kind of more malt malt forward beers, that kind of flavor profile tend to have lower um lower hop concentrations lower ibus so that it can bring out that sweetness in the beer easier uh, very good i i went back to my usual um fact suspect on food so um the balance of malt and hop flavors in 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 um amber ales pairs them well with like all sorts of kind of grilled food so like burgers barbecue chicken sausages um the American kind of link would be strong because, like, it's the it's a very popular beer for tailgating when people when they go to like Americans go to basketball games or football games and they're drinking in the car park beforehand, um, having having barbecue. So I think barbecues and grilled food essentially would be really good with um, amber ales, which goes back to you, Mark, because you love a good barbecue. I do. I am fucking addicted to barbecues. I've already had about <laughs> fifteen of them. And it's not even the end of March, like. Um, it hasn't even stopped raining yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My last one last year was actually in very light drizzle. But I was just like, I have to, it's the last one before I have to put the barbecue Stay strong. Yeah. Get that last so That makes in. so much sense to me. Yeah. We we must all go tailgate uh, tailgate an American football game uh, with no. some Amberale at some stage next some year. Some of us can speak for that. I mean, tailgate I mean, parties are exceptional. I mean, Kinger, we could do that and then go out and play. See how well that goes. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just uh, crack on with these, Uli. So I think will we start with the new Belgium fat tire? Go for it. I think I'm fairly relatively, I'm relatively new to amber ales. I think I can't remember many that I've had, unless you can point me in a different I've direction. I've had, had one or two. One. Is marooned? Uh, yeah. No, what's marooned? No, it's an oatmeal IPA. Oh. There isn't really a massively popular commercial one out there at the moment. Yeah, that's that's kind of the way it is. There wouldn't be there wouldn't be hugely popular ones. The the one that we're having now would be considered one of the earlier um, amber ales that were out there from a kind of microbrewery, craft brewery standpoint. So New Belgium Brewery was founded in, I want to say around 1991. It's probably on the goddamn camp. 1991, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 1991, yeah. <laughs> Smooth. I accidentally got it right. Ah, I hate that. Like, but uh, it's, 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 it's ba- yeah, it's based in Colorado and the dude, um, basically he was cycling around Europe and, you know, came up with the name Fat Tire, but he, he was in Belgium a lot and he loved the Belgian beer styles. So when he went back to America, he, uh. he based a lot of his recipes off like old school Belgian beers and trying to re- recreate that over, uh, over in America. I like to talk about cans, and uh, this is quite an older craft brewery in in relative terms, and it's a shit can. <laughs> to start off, it's blue and red, and it has a bike on it. So you know you've been around long enough now, uh, New Belgium Brewery. I think you need to update your can style, please. And thank do you know? Do, do you know what it looks like? You know, you know, you watch an old eighties movie, and someone goes, "Hey, man, we will grab a beer," and this is what they just reach into a cooler. That's exactly yes. what it looks yes, like. Yes, yes, yes. That plain. Simple design. I don't know, man. I think that's. I think that's with this one. It's kind of a classic. But New Belgium have brought out some other beers. I don't know if you've seen them. There's like Voodoo Ranger and 1980s and stuff. They've got that oh, kind of. Oh uh, yeah, the, the it's like yeah. a skeleton dude. They're cool. Yeah, yeah that's that's New Belgium yeah. as well. Some oh, of the cans are pretty funky. The like. Voodoo Ranger. I suppose ones are they've cool. just stuck with this one because it's. Yeah, they've just stuck with this because it's their classic. I can only judge on what I see. <laughs> the process. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, unsurprisingly, the color is amber. Whoa. It's pretty amber, like yeah. It's it looks like it looks like a, a it looks like a, a Lucasade with a head on it. I think yeah, <laughs> yeah, very similar, yeah. like you know. Yeah, it's pretty close to that. Yeah, it's really clear as well. A bit like Nally's black IPS. <laughs> it's definitely clear. The other thing I'd say is when you're looking into it, there's not a whole load of bubbles. Like it's not. It doesn't look overly carbonated like we see sometimes. Where it's absolutely flaking around the place. It's not. It doesn't look it anyway. 
Yeah. I don't know. Mine looks pretty carbonated, I have to say. I, I feel like that's the higher end of carbonation of uh, in terms of what we've had on the podcast before. Really? I don't. I'd say you're wrong, Kinger. <laughs> yeah, I'd say you're wrong, Kinger. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> are you drinking out of Are you drinking out of a non-tulip style glass again, Kinger? Are you? Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just a are regular old pint glass. Kinger, did you actually pour in the Lucas Aid? And is that why it looks super carbonated? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Boys, this beer is not yes, great. I really so get the not. sweetness you guys are talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a hint of orange at the back. Hmm. He probably accidentally drank it last night and was like, Boys, I think I might get away with Lucas Ed. Looks the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it does actually smell quite sweet as well. You can really get that sweet smell off it, I think. Yeah, yeah definitely, man. 100%. Yeah, and moving into the taste, guys, it's got a really full body and the mouthfeel, and it's got um, what I would say is a really, like, the, the lack of bitterness is apparent compared to your normal IPAs or pale ales. Yeah. There is no bitterness there. It's really smooth, um, and the kind of slightly lower carbonation um, gives it this really nice full body, and it doesn't have a watery taste, which is a plus as well. Yeah, that's 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 very drinkable is what that is. Like it's a little sweet. It's not sickly sweet. Um, that low bitterness mixed with that, you know, kind of low lower carbonation. That's really a super drinkable beer. It's kind of um, I know we say this a lot about kind of those malt forward beers, but to me, it's this one in particular is kind of like uh, that kind of caramelly kind of thing at the end. That sweetness, but it's mm. it's a little bit. It's not super sweet. It's still a little bit savory. Like yeah, savory is a very good word to kind of describe this style. Um, for me, it's like it's quite good. It's it's missing a bit of character through the kind of front uh, end of the taste. So what I like about amber ales is a lot of them give you that nice kind of rich taste when your mouth is full of the beer, and they leave the kind of caramel aftertaste after. This is missing that first part. So while it does have the caramel at the back end, it's kind of bland on it, on its initial taste. I'd say I'd say Mark, that's this particular one would just be extremely low on the IBUs, like. You know, there's no real bitterness at all in this one. Um, you know, whatever that scale you had, Walshie, I'd say this is right at the right at the limits <laughs> on the lower end. So it is the, low, the lower end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say this could be touching it. Like it's it's yeah, it's there's no real bitterness there at all. Like this is, uh, you know, when we had the 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 Trappists, they're quite low bitterness as well. Mm. However, they kind of met up for it by being so heavily carbonated at the start, whereas this isn't as carbonated, yeah. so you don't get that punch at the start, like. I like this might be a weird thing, but I feel like um you're 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 edging dangerously close to a similar taste to lager with this one. Like it's not quite it's not exactly like like, like lager, but it's it's heading that direction for me. I don't I don't that's a that's an interesting one here. I don't see that myself. What I was gonna say is I'm finding it very smooth and kinda light tasting that you could be you could that drink eight of them and think you've drank four and you'd be ossified and then find out the next morning it's like I'm after having eight of these and I'm like how do you know like I'm sure we've all had that like oh, I've yeah. only had like four pints last night it's like what are you talking about you had like 12 <clears throat> I could see this kind of drink because yeah, it's yeah. so light and smooth and easy and it's 5.2 as well so it's not Mickey Mouse percentages either I think you're just wrong there again Kinger I think we're all going to agree that <laughs> It's not really in danger of going to a larger kind of taste. Uh, that's twice, you know, guys. Three, stri- three strikes and he's out. We need him for the edit. Uh, so, um, no, just I'm just messing. I'm just messing here. No, look, I knew, I knew, I knew that would that that would be a, a, a controversial statement, and it wouldn't be met with. Um, it wouldn't be met with much positivity, but I, I don't mean it's like a lager. I mean it's heading. Maybe it's because I'm more used to the double IPAs, which are probably that little bit more bitter. Um, on the lower end of the scale, this is probably getting there for me. So, so uh, this is definitely like last week when we were reviewing black IPAs. While she made a point, a very good point, that um, maybe black IPAs could be a stepping stone for somebody who liked the rails, didn't really know anything about stout supporters, and wanted to kind of ease themselves in. This would definitely yeah. be a good beer for people who did like your kind of American like lagers or like more mainstream kind of ales and were like want to go to somewhere like uh, Red Ales or Red IPAs yeah. or IPAs 
because it's kind of more of a subtle taste but a really nice full body mouthfeel it's a good stepping stone in but yeah Kinger this is the one you need to get your old ad on to if you want to get him into drinking craft beer so this this, this think, is a move I think this so this is yeah. the move from Smittix into craft beer for him just get him on this fat boy yes he, yeah 100% you'll be sharing deliveries yeah. in no time <laughs> yes <laughs> Noel King would drink this for sure he, yeah, would, he, yeah. would, he would drink this yeah 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 <laughs> You could hollow out the bottom of all his Smittix cans and like <laughs> siphon this stuff into them. You might not notice. I mean, you'd, for one of these cans, you'd probably get the same buzz as a full 500ml Smittix can. You know, yeah. so he might not notice. <laughs> well, actually, do you know what? This this is a weird thing. And, and uh, just, it's, it's a bit of a side note. Uh, chat, I was chatting to my dad the weekend and I was asking him, would he ever be tempted by a couple of craft beers? Um, and he... We got talking about Smithix, and he said he wouldn't even drink a can of Smithix. He'll only drink a pint of it. He said Smithix from a can isn't isn't Smithix. Like that's that's hardcore Smithix fan right there. I think some people would say the same about Guinness. Wonder like a can of Guinness yeah. is just not the yeah. same as a pint. Yeah, I don't yeah. know personally, but I've heard that people just like no, not not a can can't do it's it. It's grand, really. It's grand. So just to get us back on track there, I yeah. stop a, a really big rail up here. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm going to maybe swing us around to kind of our ratings with this. There's, yeah. For me, this beer is not saying an awful lot. Very pleasant um, mouthfeel, full body to it, nice caramel aftertaste, but it's missing a bit of character for me. And, you know, carbonation's good, but it could be maybe a notch higher, which is something Kinger kind of uh, thought it was earlier on. Maybe if we, me, Nally, and Walsh had the carbonation, Kinger thought he had, uh, it would be <laughs> getting higher from me. But I'm just going to slam this down on just beer. It's good. It's nice. I'd buy it again, but uh, I don't think it's that special. Uh, okay, well, I mean, before the other two lads give their rating, I'll just remind everyone what the ratings are, just before. Uh... <laughs> everyone knows by now. Do they? Everyone knows. Do, okay, okay. If, 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 if everyone knows, Mark, you tell us then. <laughs> okay everybody so uh, as we all know the crafty crew have um, scientifically and painstakingly developed an uh, unalterable unchangeable undeniable rating system he's doing very well so far recognized that is globally recognized as the world leader of beer rating systems uh, we start off with the lowest of the scale which is unbearable uh, we then move up to our second level which is booze Ooh. Mark do it without your drawing do it without your drawing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I have a drawing of our rate system and our logo uh, in the little room where I record the podcast. I'm going to put my hands over my eyes, Danny, right for the rest of it. Um, our third rating is just beer, our middle of the road rating. Uh, our fourth is un. Our fourth oh. is beautiful. Nearly oh. made a mistake there. Our fourth is beautiful, which is for those um, above average to almost exceptional beers. And then unbelievable is our very top rated beer, of which there's only one member. There's also a, a kind of asterisk member as well, yet to be decided. But if you want to find out more about that, listen to our Paddy Say um, special episode. Consummate, is that okay, Kinger? Consummate right? professional, like unbelievable. Tried to throw him under the bus and he jumped right out of the way. So, uh, well done. Well done. Uh, I, this for me, this is brutal for me, I have to say. I think this is a really, really nice beer. Uh, like Nally was saying earlier, uh, like very drinkable. You could easily drink six, seven, eight of these in one sitting and not get sick of the taste. Like, I really like the sweetness. I like the fact that it's not at all bitter. Um, and it, do, like, some, some craft beers can be a bit of a chore to drink. Um, like I had another black IPA the weekend and it was like by the at the start of it I was loving it and by the end of it I was like this is tough work now but this I could just like <laughs> swamp all night so I'd say brutal for me yeah man that's that's fair I, I'll be in the same camp as you on this I think this is brutal beer um, much the same reasons as you had on this Kinger. Um, the the taste is not you know it's not it's not overpowering there's nothing there that's going to turn you off it you could easily sit and have a couple of these. Now, I know we said recently it's not a big metric that we use for, you know, whether you can hammer a couple of pints of it or not. But this is definitely, I think that's one of the one of the things that moves this up for me is the fact that you could sit there and have a few of these in a night and not be like, oh, this is getting too heavy or this is, you know, you're not going to get any hot burn or anything off this. You're just going to be able to go through them grand, no bother at all. So 
Yeah, I'm landing on a brutal as well, man. Yeah, I'm. I see. I I get what Mark was saying earlier. That was like it's nice. There's nothing where it stands out. There's nothing overly special. It's. I don't think you're going to remember it for it. Like, oh yeah, that was an unbelievable beer. But it is no more than like the rest. He said, yeah, I could very easily sit there and drink, you know, seven or eight of them in a night, no problem. So I, yeah, I'd go straight up brutal. It'd be a low brutal, but a brutal nonetheless. Okay, so that's a uh, brutal for Fat Tire from New Belgium. Well done. And I just like to, you know, throw in a little afterthought there that all of us could probably sit down for a night and drink an entire uh, evening of Tesco brand cider. So just being able to drink no. it is not oh, good. God, not a no, sign that's of goodness. That is very wrong. I'm not having that. Mm-mm. No, no. I just don't like being wrong. <laughs> I just, I just, drink? I just wanted to point out that uh, it's consistently now. Walter with his ratings hasn't just given a straight rating. It's been either a low or high. It's like he just hasn't said like you know it's brutal or it's beer or it's just it's a it's brutal. It's difficult it's a, when it's, it's a low, just... it's a low brutal, but just just get off the fence, man. You know. <laughs> Mark, do I get a song if I ask a question, do I? Because it might be the only reason I ask a question. Yeah, yeah, you can get a song. What, what genre would you like? Oh, I mean, uh, Norwegian death metal, please. But <laughs> Of course. <laughs> Just to make okay. it difficult. <laughs> okay, okay. With my lack of musical talent, this is what I've thought of in five seconds. Are you ready? Dear God. Everybody shut up, Ellie, wants to ask a question. <laughs> I'm sure that's what Norwegian death metal sounds like. <laughs> that might be my favourite b- uh, bit of audio from the podcast that's ever happened. <laughs> quality. <laughs> Mark, I applaud your effort. That was maximum. Uh, yeah, so lads, I know every so often we do uh, we do chat about the cans and we, uh, you know, we kind of comment on the style on the cans and what they what they're looking like and stuff like that. So I was wondering mm. if if you have uh, if you have any particular cans where the the artwork stands out to you more than any others like have you a favorite artwork on a can from any of the craft beers that you've had oh that's a good question i have a few um just to point out to to any listeners it doesn't help us that while she pastes all the labels from his cans (laughs) yeah just turn around and look yeah i have an unfair advantage myself yeah, myself and King are kind of wistfully looking into the air, trying to remember. While she's literally just looking at his wall, there's a pasted load of cans. I also have a frame up here with more of them. I have another one in a different room. Yeah, no, I've uh, quite a collection gone. Like, there's literally no room left on my wardrobe for any more. Uh, so I, right, okay. While you're thinking, so since I have uh, a load here, I'll I'll start off. Um, I do have a few. I do really like uh, the Candyman from Rascals. Just uh, the font and all that kind of stuff is really cool. Um, White Hag's Hoppy Larger. It's just cool little waves and stuff to colour. It's very nice. After that, the new one from Dead Center. Uh, not Concrete Jungle. Oh yeah, Concrete Jungle. It's like, at the bottom of it, it's like kind of like New York or something. And the lights and the kind of dark uh, logo they use is really cool. That's just a few, but I'm sure there's loads more. Um, I don't have, I don't think, I don't think I have a particular favorite beer. Would say, but I like when, I love when breweries have like a theme through their, through their can designs. You know, like so, uh, I was actually shouting to Mark earlier, weirdly about can designs. Uh, Whiplash do this really cool. Their double IPA is cream on chrome, the, the one that I really like. But they, the, the all the cans look like it's just kind of a white, bare white label with like a real minimalistic, um, kind of. A, I don't know what you describe the, the minimalistic art like, but it's 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 weird. Like it's 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 kind of weird. I also like Hope, uh, Brewery's kind of theme. It's that like it's not it's not cartoony, but it's really well drawn animation stuff, and that, like that that draws me in. Like the the look of a can draws me in. It might taste like shit, but I love the can. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> Generally, it doesn't, to be fair. Generally, I feel like if a brewery has put a lot of work into their artwork, they're they're proud of that drink. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of what stands out to me. Yeah, I agree with you, Kinger. And I, the Hope one was what I was going to drop. It's it's near me in Dublin. Um, and all of their 
their names of their beers, they have some sort of reference to it in the picture. So like they won Handsome Jack, which is like a pirate, a skull and a with a pirate. Um, one sorry with an eye patch because he's a pirate and a, a sword. The grunt one has like a pig in a bucket. Hop on is like a tram. The underdog one is like your man Charles Mulligan, mm. the really old fighter guy. I and love Passive Pass- Can, the horse. <laughs> Passive Can is a horse. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and the way it's drawn, it's as if it's a camera underneath a horse's head, kind of, so you're like looking up at it. Um, and that's based, that's a, a horse because it's based on a famous highwayman um, who would have been on horseback at the time. Mm. So, yeah, that kind of style is really cool. Kinnegar also do a really cool style with that because they have their. Thumper, which is a hair hairs fighting. Yeah. Big bunny, which is just a big fat bunny. Um Russ Bucket is a Labrador Dog. flying a plane. Yeah. The Red Ale has a Massey Ferguson. Their black bucket that we tried last week has an in, undetermined animal in a black. <laughs> it bucket. was either a cat, a uh, fox, or a dog, wasn't it? Or was it three choices? Yeah. Or no, sorry, sorry, I had cat. Uh yeah. I think Nally had I, fox, I fox. Didn't you? Yeah, and I had the and same dog as dog. Russ Bucket. Yeah, yeah, and while she had dragon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, nobody has said I'm wrong yet. <laughs> Can I say, yeah, it now? say it now <laughs> if you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think the cool, the cool thing about those kind of styles is even when you're looking at different cans in the range, maybe the picture's completely different, but because the art style is so distinctive, you know it's that brewery. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they don't they don't rely on the same logo yeah. or the same... Because I know some breweries, like, do the same logo um, and then, like, the can is slightly different. Like, the White Hag do some really psychedelic cans. So do Galway Bay. And their logo is the same. What I like about those breweries is there's less about the logo and more about the picture. And the picture lets you know that it's them. I compare it to something like uh, South Park. Like, if you saw any South Park animation with no context you know where it's from. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. no, there's no gray area and there's loads of shows like that. And there's even music like that as well. That has its own distinctive kind of sound or feel. And that's what I really like about those cans. There, there's one more I thought of, and that's mostly because I just looked behind me, <laughs> uh, just an honorable mention. And I shared a picture of one of them to Mark here yesterday uh, from Rascals. They have these, these two new beers, it's a New Zealand hazy IPA. Can't remember what they're, but one's called Bruce and one called Betty, and they're literally it's an Aztec kind of mask with a load of vibrant colours, and their kind of crown or whatever's on them is just a load of hops, which I just thought is is really cool, very very artistic. Cool, Nally, how about you? Are you going to answer your own question? Uh, yeah, I've yeah, I guess. Uh... Yeah, you've kind of said all really good points, and you know, made me rethink a lot of my decisions that I was going to have. But uh, I, I like, I like, I like your idea of the the artwork being, like you said, with Hope or Kinnegar. It's it's very clear and obvious that they're the ones that have made the beer. You know, it's very distinct uh, style yeah. of artwork. Um, I like the logo and changing the logo up. Um, you know, depending on the beer and kind of having the logo match the name of the beer i i like that but no more than yourselves it's kind of that style you know it's that brewery so if it's stuff you like you tend to gravitate towards it it's fine um but i one i'm surprised kinger didn't say is one that i love the artwork for um was metal beer solid yellow belly metal beer solid man yeah that, that, oh, that's, that's a, a class can so it is. Yes. the artwork in that is amazing yeah. so it is yeah, yeah. like yellow bellies yeah no more than hope and kinnegar the yellow belly series they have their own kind of like cyberpunk characters on the cans that I think are very recognizable as well. And for anyone who games a bit, there's, uh, you know, Metal Gear Solid. They brought out the Metal Gear Solid last year that Kinger will never forget. And uh, I thought... I'll never get over no, it. Yeah. I thought that can was that can was really cool. Just uh, the kind of whole snake feel and everything from it. It was a really good idea. So it was, yeah. All, like, to be fair, all their cans are very good. That that kind of central character who just changes uh, appearance depending on the beer. Yeah. Um, like, he's a he's a pirate watchy for... Castaway. Um, Castaway. Castaway, right? Yeah, class. Yeah. The, yeah. I don't know if you've seen they have a new one, a dark red IPA. Red it's noir. kind of the, oh, yeah. the black black and white. Remember what was that film with Bruce Willis from years ago? It, it was a really cool can. I look forward to trying to... Yes, yeah, that's the one. So I guess uh, our our kind of consensus there, Nally, for what was a very good question, is that we like um, 
cans that follow the same theme but don't hinge themselves on keeping the same logo all the time and their artwork because of that makes it distinctive that who the brewery is without you even having to read anything on the can that that leads us nicely into our second amber ale of the week so uh this one is wylam um shouting at strangers uh ah! from newcastle which i'm i'm hoping will just be some kind of a positive because generally well their football team is shit for a start <laughs> oh. oh god i even think their rugby team got relegated last year or something as well. <laughs> uh, so there's no they're... premier league sport in newcastle next season right probably not Maybe. no Boo. I was going to say, their football team won't be too far behind the rugby team. <laughs> so, this... Jesus, lads, that's that smells weird. You didn't say go ahead and open them up. Sorry, I, I was talking shit about Newcastle while I was opening them. <laughs> Apologies. Um, crack, crack them open. You missed, the, you missed the first one. Yeah, so... It is a weird smell, isn't it? Just a quick one on this one, lads. I was just having a, I was just having a quick look at the can there. So it is an American amber ale, but it's made with kvike yeast. So this uh, kvike yeast is a bit of a bit of a madness. So it is. It's a Norwegian farmhouse yeast, or yeah, it's a really kind of old strain of yeast. But the reason it's so good is I can't remember which uh, episode it was, but a couple of episodes ago, um, we were talking about a strain of yeast that could absolutely devour true sugar. This is that yeast. So this is the one that okay. people have kind Lovely. of taken to using if you're trying to get, you know, from beer to kegged beer in within a week. Like you could get 19 litres of beer fermented out completely and into a keg within a week using this yeast. It's ridiculously fast fermenting. The the colour, it's quite amber, but it's very definitely a hazy beer. It's way more hazy. Oh, right? yeah. To the last oh yeah, you're, you're not seeing through it. It's also holding... Uh, it's holding an excessive head for me. I don't know if that's just me or anyone else. Mine's not too bad, but not as bad. It was that that high for a minute, but it, it went down quick enough. Uh, this smells what I feel like a sour would smell like. It's 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 kind of on the same. Yeah, it's got a real sourness to it. Yeah, um, definitely. Would that be anything to do with the hops then, or no? No, I, that be I think that might be something to do with the yeast because it's kind of a farmhouse yeast. The other style that use farmhouse yeast are called saisons, and they kind of they give you that kind of you know kind of like I know you're saying sour, but if 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 you take a smell of that again and just think of like a barnyard, like that kind of it's not just okay. sour, but if you think of like a barnyard when you're taking a smell of it, it's going to be you kind of see what I mean. It's kind of that like outdoorsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just straight sour like the other ones we've had. Um, talking about uh, Quebec yeast um, so Quebec I hope I'm pronouncing that right if we've any Norwegian fans please uh, let me know um, but it's uh, actually just like a slang term for yeast in Norway so it's not even the official word but it's incredibly resistant to um, spoilage or outside flavours so other yeasts, ale yeasts can kind of be spoiled or can take in say more airborne sugars and you know can maybe have unpleasant aromas and seep into the beer but this stuff is like super resistant to all of that so it's almost like the pure beer taste you get whenever the fermentation is finished so is this some kind of a super yeast then like because the way you're talking about it it seems to be just like amazing yeah well i mean like like mark's saying there so it it kind of it doesn't take in a whole lot of excess flavors and that which can be a good thing, but can also be kind of a hindrance because the yeast is, you know, in Belgian beers especially, the yeast gives the beer a lot of its flavor. So sometimes, you know, not getting those extra little flavors and stuff isn't as good. But um, yeah, the other the other thing with the Kvike yeast is uh, it can be fermented at ridiculous temperatures. So you can actually ramp the temperature up. Usually you keep it around 18 to 20 degrees, but these can be fermented all the way up to like 26, 27 degrees, which is that's just crazy temperatures for yeast to be fermenting through beer, so it is. Um, but yeah, so like you were saying, Kinger, the smell is a bit on the sour side or a bit like barnyardy, I think. But uh, have any gone to try it yet? It tastes I think it's, amazing. I personally think if you handed me a can without a label on it, I would think this is a sour. That it I tastes was like, nothing like 
nothing like a typical amber ale at all. No. no. That's why I was so caught off guard. I was like, what's going on? It it tastes exactly like a lot of sours I've had. And I, I personally love it. And I would happily shout with some strangers after it. <laughs> yeah, it's just saying. <laughs> the other thing with this, just having a quick look on the can. So this is, uh, this might be our first um, of the beers we've had. This might be the first one that has some um, ad, um, additives in it. Well, maybe apart from the stouts. So on the can as well, it has that it has zest of orange in the uh, in the fermentation process, I'd say, oh, or else yeah. in the maybe in the you know conditioning process afterwards. But it it, it has on the can that it has zest of orange yeah. in it. So are you getting a lot of orange with this beer? Yeah, I can. It's like a sour orange kind of taste. Like um, I'm trying to describe it. But it's it's somewhat similar. Did you ever drink like my wadi orange without diluting it? Yes. I'm getting like a bang of that off of it. Yeah. Like super, like just super sweet kind of thing. Yeah. It's also very, very crisp, which is quite pleasant. And also like that kind of reinforces what sours usually are. They're that kind of boom, they're gone off the tongue kind of feel. Yeah. It does have that a little bit as well. Yeah. I like this a lot. I have to say, this is uh, like it's a bit like you and the sours, Mark. The smell initially would have put me off. I'd have been like, mm, "This is this is isn't going to taste good." And then the initial tasting was like, "Yeah, it's really really tasty." I wonder if it's. I wonder if the. I wonder if that nice taste will kind of dissipate as we kind of go on. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, just thinking the same thing. So at the start, I was I was liking this. Um, I've gotten into it a bit now. I think it's kind of starting to get a bit heavy or something. Um, and I was just thinking, just like you said, if it's going to change, like we've said it on this podcast before, and Mark's brought it up especially, he said, uh, you need to get your beer tasters to go the whole way through a can. Don't be telling me how good it is off the first sip. like. So, <laughs> <laughs> Damn fucking straight. Fair. So I think uh, this one for me tasted okay at the start. I'm kind of about halfway through now. And... Um, it gets tough. It's getting a bit it? heavy, man. So, like, I, I, yeah. I completely would. I was agreeing with you at the start, but I don't know if this is going to be as high as I thought from the first sip. So, for me, expecting an amber ale, what I'm expecting is a nice full body, a caramelly sweetness, um, and a nice character. The taste is very nice. It's super crisp. Okay, but the orange almost overpowers anything else this beer has. I don't really get any other flavors off of it. I don't get that caramelly sweetness because the sharpness of the orange and the crispness of the beer are like in your face almost. You get this crisp, sharp orange flavor and it, it overpowers your senses kind of. So like I wasn't really sure how I felt. I was surprised your initial thoughts were so good. Like, I don't know. I still I'm very quite confused with this that it's completely not what I expected. It's OK, but I don't know where I'm landing. Um, I'd be really interested to hear while she's taking it as Mr. Kind of our Mr. Sowers, our Sowers resident expert. Um, and this beer being kind of far removed from what we thought it would be. Uh, what does he think? This is where I, I, I like it, but it's not supposed to be a sour. And to me, it is. So, like, would you would you would you rate this differently if you knew it was a sour? Maybe, but even at that, I wouldn't have it as high as some of the sours. Like, yeah. my 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 goal, holy grail sour is that, and I'll compare everything to that. And we all had one or two in the last day or so that we thought was beautiful, and that'd be up there as well. But as sour goes, no more than like you said, Kinger, very, very nice at the beginning. Mm. And then as Nally pointed out, you get that few sips in, it gets heavy. It does get very, and it's not like it's um, like percentage-wise, it's massive by any means. It's five eight, you know. It's not small, but it's not colossal either. But it feels it. Amber ales are kind of aimed at being drinkable as well. That's supposedly a, a big yeah. characteristic. That's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't think I could. I mean, one or two of them, but I don't think I could. You know, like unlike the fat tire, we were like, you know, I drink seven or eight of these. Yeah, and I'd be like, "Oh, I've had trees." Like, no, you haven't. You'd get it through it tr- so easy because it's so smooth. This not so much. I do like it, but for me, it's a it's a just bear because it's not what it's supposed to be. 
So uh, I'll lay this out there for one of my favourite styles, maybe my favourite. I've been a bit disappointed today with the offerings. Um, wasn't overly impressed with New Belgium, but you know, it's it's a good beer. This for me, I will struggle. I'll finish this. I'll struggle to finish it. It's getting heavier with the sip and I probably won't look to buy this again. Um, however, like I suppose if you are a Sours fan and you wanted to have an Amber Ale, like, I mean, it, I guess there's some overlap there. Um, I would say this is a booze for me. Oh, severe. Okay. So I, <clears throat> like, first taste, I wanted this to be uh, unbelievable. I really did. I thought, like, they're trying to do something different with an Amber Ale. And initially, I was like, this this re- really works. The more I drink it, the more I'm inclined to agree with you boys that, like, like it's getting harder and harder to drink. Um, in direct comparison to the fat tire, like you couldn't have more than two of these in one sitting. Like it's just it's, I've like I feel like I've eaten a full meal drinking this, you know. So I would have this as I was going to say even beautiful, but I'm actually going to put it a smack bang as just beer. I think booze is probably a little harsh because I do I do enjoy the flavor. It's just super heavy so I, I it's just beer for me yeah so I'll, I'll go down and um yeah as as you've said before king or um i've just swapped the last of that beer so that means one of two things um either it's unreal or i'm yeah. not a fan and in this case it's it's the latter yeah not a fan that's a booze for me um yeah, it's like I said. I'd have one, maybe two, but even that would be a push at this stage. It it gets it gets really heavy um, near the end of the can. Uh, like Mark was saying, one of the keys of the style of the amber ale is that it's it's super drinkable. Um, the fat tire was was great for that. Like, fair enough, to Mark's point. It might not be you know it might not be the best amber ale he's had, but for me, the fat tire is great. You know, super <laughs> yeah. drinkable. I can have a heap of them. I'd be happy out. You know, it, it the flavor the flavor is yeah. it's subtle, but I think that's kind of the point of it. It's not supposed to be heavily hopped, and it's just kind of a bit of a sweet beer. That there, not for me. Yeah, I don't know. The orange zest hasn't helped it, in my opinion. Um, I I usually applaud people for going out of the way and trying to trying to experiment with them, and I I will like I you know major props for giving it a go. However, I think this is one you know it's confined to the. Confined to your recipe book and don't put it back out again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, stop shouting at strangers and start asking people who know how to brew nice beers how to do it. Yeah, I'm just so yeah. annoyed. This is getting it just beer because <laughs> I, I, shit is piss. I, I, okay. I agree with you, Mark, on this one, man. Usually I'm uh, usually I'm, I'm usually I'm pretty optimistic yeah. about these things, and I always say round up, but. Damn, this one's hard to take on the rounding up, so it is. <laughs> it's probably harder for Mark to take because it's amber ales and he loves amber ales. Yeah, I love these yeah, things. Yeah, this is not Trappist for me, man. This is what happened. <laughs> I, can no can I just say one thing, though? Because while she was just about to bring up the fact that this happened to him with Sours, but at least <laughs> with, with your I respective wasn't. episodes, um, you got to taste two beers you, you really enjoyed. And then maybe you weren't too happy with how the ratings went. With this episode, I got to take two beers. I the one was grand, uh, and the other one I thoroughly did not enjoy. So I feel like I've been screwed on two fronts with this. Not only did I not enjoy the beer, but it's getting a rating I don't agree with. Cool. So the Crafty Crew podcast uh, give Wildland Breweries uh, shouting at strangers uh, down the middle. Just beer, much to Nally and Mark's dismay. So, if I was to go through each of your untapped, uh, each of your untapped profiles, uh, <laughs> phone, okay, phones, I like this. I phones, like this. phones away, like phones this. away. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> if I was to call out a couple of beers that you guys have rated on your untapped profiles, could you tell me what you rated them? Can we? Ooh. Can we have the Crafty Crew rating system? Can Can you amend our ratings on untapped to the Crafty Crew rating system? Uh, because obviously. There's going to be a lot of like three point two fives and three seven fives and it's so it's on. just a super it's just the superior rating system. I can certainly try. Well, like if you know if okay, so if you're within point yeah, five, five of, yeah. of a rating, then I'll give it to you. How's that? 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, so just just for any <clears throat> listeners who aren't familiar with Untapped, yeah, it's like a kind of Facebook or social media for beer, where you tag all the different beers you've had, you tag your friends. We're there as Crafty Crew Podcast. Come and uh, add us as a friend, and we you can see all our ratings, and you know we'll we'll like all your beers and stuff. But uh, it works on a 0.25 decimal system, so it goes from. As I think 0.25 is the lowest rating you can give it. In fact, I know it's the lowest rating you can give it. And it goes to it goes to it goes to 5.00. Um, and so in 0.25 increment. Okay, so we'll go Walshy first because I'm going to go in order on my screen. So it's Walshy, Mark, then Nally. Just also, I feel like Nally needs to bounce back from his fuck you horrible loss last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so each of you, each of you are going to get five beers from your untapped profile, and whoever matches the same rating they gave it uh, now um, wins. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Walshy, on January sixth, you had Hope Beers Grunt. What did you rate it out of five? Three point five. Incorrect. 2.5. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> zero, zero for Walshy so far. And on January 1st, you had the Wild Beer Company's Pogo. What did you rate Pogo? Ooh, I remember vaguely liking that one, Ari. It has to be 3.5. Four. He gave it a four. So I think four. that... Four. Yeah. yeah. So does he Ooh, he scores that one right? He's, he's, he's within two... Oh, okay. Increments, correct? Yeah. Uh, Do we get extra yeah. points for getting it right on the money? Um, no. I'll see. It's a good tiebreaker if you don't want to do something else. <laughs> You'll uh, see. <laughs> You'll see. Um, you should get this one, Walshy. January twenty sixth, you had the Candyman from Rask. Oh, that's that's up there. It's like four point five. Four point two five. He gave it. Yeah. Ah, this Jan, uh, while she's January is starting to look quite bad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually my, is. My, yeah, sorry, sorry. My <laughs> birthday was mid-January. I mean, there's a lot of yep. hazy days there. So October twenty fourth. So going back a bit, while she. Oh wow! You had twisted sour from Vocation Brewery. Uh, three seven five. Oh, 3.5 he gave it. So he's close ah, enough to get a hit good. there. So that's three out Just, four. Uh, listeners can't see what I can see, but uh, both Mark and Nally are furiously going over their untapped <laughs> ratings in their heads. <laughs> Trying to remember to be, what they yeah. had. We have our hands on camera, so we aren't on yeah, our phones. Yeah, no, it's fair. And then Walshy finally, uh, let me see... You had September twenty seventh. Ah, come out. You had you had Bohemian Pilsner from eight degrees. Not a big fan of the Lagers or the, or the Pilsners. So, what did you give this one? Bohemians on eight degrees. I did like most their stuff. Three, just three, just three. Yeah. If you had a point five, you'd have been bang on the money. But. I was you're, I was going to I was going to go three two five, but you're you're actually close three. enough to get a point. So that's an impressive because uh, we did say that if they were within two uh, decimal places, they would get the point. So um, Walshy gets yeah. four four out of five. That's a good. That's a marker. That's a marker. Fuck you, Walshy. I don't. <laughs> that is a yeah, good marker. Yeah, I'm so annoyed he did so well. <laughs> Mark, you had a go at Walshy for having a um, a bad January. I'm not even at your January ah, yet, and I'm still scrolling. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Thank God none of my uh, aunties or cousins or my parents listened to this. Jesus. I well, hope not. Okay, Mark. Uh, okay. February 14th, so Valentine's Day. <laughs> what was I doing? You had you you had you had um, a massy red ale from Hillstown Brewery. What did you rate it? Well, a massy red ale. Massy red ale. Oh, massy red ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I say I rated that thing three point two five. Whoa, on the button three point two five. Yeah, that's a good start. That's a great start. Yeah. 
let me see. January 20th, you had limited edition number 22 Oak Age Stout from Hope from Hope Beer. Uh, uh, what did you give this? I'm pretty sure I was about eight cans deep when I had this game. So <laughs> I, say, I gave it like a 3.75. 3.25. But you're, oh, you're just, just a within, score. You're just it's a score. It. It's a score. So that's maybe that was the start of the eight cats. That's t- that's t- <laughs> that's two for two. February tenth, uh, Wonder Bar from Wonder Bar IPA from Rascals Brewing. From Rascals, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I hate to repeat myself, but I'm going to go three point seven five again. Four. Yeah, I did really like that beer. But again, Rascals are a very good brewery. But again, that's a score. That is a score. Um, I'm screwed, lads. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I think the within two decimals is maybe yeah, we'll, makes it a very fairly easy. We'll change it for Nally, though. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it has, has to be on the nose. February thirteenth, Mark. Jesus. You drank a lot in February, didn't you? <laughs> Oh, was that a, a bad week. Valentine's Day? <laughs> you, had a, you had you had a Belfast lager from Whitewater. Oh, hang on. Is yeah, mm, two point ah uh, two point five. Two point seven five. Oh, I knew I didn't like that that much. But you're consistent, like your score. That's four to five. So you've tied with Walchy. And I have one question left. You have one left. I'm trying to go back a bit further than this year. Like, what you want to find, you want to find one of those beers I had, one of those nights where Adrian was giving out about me, and I don't remember. You want to find one of them tag-ins, because I have no fucking clue what I even drank. Your sixth, your sixth ever check-in on Untapped was Piston Head Custom Lager from Brutal Brewing. Oh, I Brewing. really like this. I really like this, so I think I give this like a four. Mark, you didn't like this. You gave this a two. <laughs> what? Oh, oh it's fours! Wow. It's fours! <laughs> and I thought it was about being one-off. <laughs> like you said, your sixth ever, that's... I can't remember, and I know that I like a lot of the Piston Head stuff. And I'm, I'm very disappointed. One. <laughs> no, no, not a fan. <laughs> okay, Nally, uh, December 30th, so Festive Spirits. You had Not My Disco by Third Circle Red Ale. What did you give it? 325. I mean, out the gate on the fucking nose. <laughs> <laughs> of course. It is. Get wrecked. <laughs> More so, what he doesn't get on the nose now, this is. <laughs> The man dear, loves what he loves. Dear God, Nelly, you have had an absolute kaleidoscope <laughs> of beers. Like it's incredible. Uh, November, November, November twentieth. You had Lucky Jack from Lurvig, a pale ale. Lucky Jack from Lurvig. Oh, that's the nice that's the that's that's the Fisher the fisherman on the cover, is it? Uh, I yep. think that's the fisherman on yep. the cover. Yeah, it's uh, was that oh, Lucky Jack? Ah, oh, boss, do I play it safe? Three point five. Yeah, I think it was three two five. What three point five? Three two seven five. Three point zero. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's just inside the threshold. January sixteenth, you had Pierce Lines Brewery's Journeyman Pale Ale. Three two five. Oh, yeah, three two five. It's three. 325, 325. I'll go with 325. 275. Oh. Oh, that's still oh. a score, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like he was going to change to 35. So. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's close. I thought I liked that. Still on track for the win, Ali. January 1st, the full Irish from 8 degrees. I think you might have had the wrong full Irish that day. Um. <laughs> oh, I take a head boat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, full Irish, eight degrees. Uh, you probably give that a you probably give that a five, Nally, didn't you? Oh, easily. Uh, do you know what? Do you know what, Mark? 
No. Uh, <laughs> uh, see, this is a killer because that's that's a nice beer, but sometimes I get it and I'm like, mm, not in the mood for it. Uh, yeah. Kinger, I'm going to go with a 3.5, please. On the button. Yeah. Oh, 3. yeah. 3.5. Walshie has now, <laughs> Walshie has now put his head in his hands. As it stands, yeah. all the boys have four correct. But Nally has one to go. I think Nally should have to get his last one right on the money. I've got two on the money so far. I think I'm doing all right. (laughs) To be fair, he's got two, like, square on the nose, like, you know. I think you should go back about two years. Well, no, I'll go back. I'll go Go back as far as... Scroll back to fact. Mark joined joined in October, so I'll go back to October. Uh, You had Vocation Brewery's Pride and Joy. American Pale Ale. Lovely beer. Yeah, it is a lovely beer. What what did you rate it? Mm. Now, Pride and Joy is pretty if decent Nally, there, to be fair. If Nally gets this right, he's taken this week's quiz and gets back on the throne as the king of the crafty crew quizzes. Yeah, you oh, never called me the that, king no, last yeah, week. Like, Hang on. Talk. Hang on. A bit of favoritism going on here, huh? King King is in my name. I can, okay, throw, I, I can throw it down wherever I like. <laughs> Hang on. We're giving him more... We're giving him more time to think. Make him answer. <laughs> there might be a little bias since they play this play, play for the same team as well. No, 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 make no, him no. answer. Well, she make him answer. <laughs> um, say three so, and probably get it. I don't because it's pretty sure it's higher than that. Watch I don't think three would cover it. I think I have to go for. See, I think it was better than three. I think it's three point seven five. Is where I'm going to land. Just tell us. Three. Three five. Point. Two five. Yes! Ah! I knew it from the point. Get in. (laughs) Get in. I think I I would have lost miserably anyway. But the point five is is a bit too much. Hey, listen, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and have you throw shade at my game after you've lost. You, you <laughs> oh, no, second, I, no, no, hey, no, no, hey, no, 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 you I came second last week ago. and you I were just it, fine I with it. I said it a couple of minutes ago as well. And I think if you were to go off point two five, say, I think I might have only got one and that might be my last one. It'd still be last. Yeah, yeah, I still would have lost. Yeah, exactly. Kinger, I'd like to extend to you an invitation to the AWA. That would be the anti-Walshie alliance. <laughs> now that he's dissed you, you can join up with me and we actually will have an alliance. It's not just me okay. and my thoughts. Um, I was going to throw this mark um, for us. Here we go. Here no, we go. Just to say is like first to worst, second to best. Where did okay. we place, Mark? We, we, were la- we, we were last, Walshie. If you're not first, you're last, yeah. Walshie. Unfortunately, second that's the way place. It works. Yeah, you first, were, yeah. I was brought up on that phrase. First to worst, second to best. Is that is that because you didn't win? <laughs> Are we six again? Exactly. <laughs> that wraps us up for this week on uh, Amber Ales. I think strangely disappointing week for Mark, especially wasn't a major fan. Yeah, definitely. I think I've been let down by the not the style so much as the people who picked the Amber Ales, and I think those people need to, you know, have a good hard look at themselves. <laughs> Mark, before I tell everyone what we're having next week, where can they find us? Yeah, Kinger. So, Crafty Crew Podcast, guys. We are on Facebook. Um, you can email us at craftycrewpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Untapped under the same name. And anywhere you listen to your podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, iTunes, uh, YouTube even, we're there, Crafty Crew Podcast. So, please hit us up, give us a like, follow us. And if at any point you'd like to ask a question uh, or have a question answered on the podcast, Please just send it in. We'll answer it and it'll be on the next episode. Uh, next week, we are actually having two different styles uh, on the podcast for the first time ever, but they're both gluten-free beers. So one is Curious Society's Pilsner and the other is Siren's Lumina uh, Session IPA. So um, that's a bit of a mix-up for next week. Um, also, I'm, rel- I'm I'm quite happy I got away scot-free, rel- well, relatively scot-free after my comments of... My comments coming out of last week's episode. Uh, I won't say anything because I don't think the lads actually listened to it. So, yeah, I did listen to it. I did listen to it. Oh, 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 hold on. There's only comments yeah. in the outro. So, 
Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. In the outro. Yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah. We didn't No, listen. no. Yeah, I what happened there like was Mark, we were we said we'd let Kinger have his little shout out for it and we said we'd leave him away with it and we'd let him away with it and just let you listen to it and see what happened. But so fortunately, I don't think we're going to have time for you to call it out in this. You, what did you say about me? Mark, you missed it. What did you say read. about me? You need to check that outro again. I'm just going to fade you guys out from now on. I'm going to say that until next week, it's a goodbye from Nally, goodbye from Mark, goodbye from all of you, from myself, Kinger. See you next week. (laughs) 